Hey there, welcome to Foot Traffic. I am really excited to introduce you, and hopefully you've already know this person. Her name is Mandy Emerson, and she is killing it on Instagram. So many, um, just like amazing pieces of content coming from her, especially when it comes to reels. I am doubling down on reels. And whenever I want to learn from somebody or I want to pick their brain or I want to get strategy, one of the first things I do is I connect and I'm like, Hey, I'd love to have you on the podcast and share you with my audience. And today you're getting to hear me pick her brain so that I can make better reels in my studios um, and in foot traffic. And you get to hear the conversation. Mandy has grown every time I go to her account. It's just like 5,000 more followers, 10,000 more followers. She's celebrating 25,000. And then all of a sudden she's about celebrating 30 and then 35. She is growing so quickly. And she is saying it is from reels. And when you go watch what she's doing, you're going to see why. Now, um, I always love to model people or get inspiration, right? Model, not copy. So Mandy is one of the names that I passed along to my social media manager and said, hey, I would love for you to go watch her, check out what she's doing. She's got amazing transitions, amazing ideas. See what we can take and make our own. And Mandy is one of the people uh, we are looking at. So I wanted to share a little piece of that with you today. And I hope you enjoy this episode. And I definitely hope you go check out Mandy. You are going to love her. Growing your business doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about mastering a few key techniques, systems, and mindset. Welcome to Foot Traffic. With over a million downloads, it's the go-to marketing podcast dedicated to helping you grow your small business. I'm your host, Stacey Tushel. I've been an entrepreneur for over 15 years, and I own multiple seven-figure businesses. Together, you and I are going to get you more customers in the door, more profit in your pocket, and more happiness in your home. Let's transform your business starting right now. Mandy, welcome to Foot Traffic. So excited to have you here today. So excited to be here. Oh my goodness. So I just selfishly want to pick your brain so much that I am like, I'm like, got to get her on. This is going to be fun. But I knew everybody was going to want to listen to this. So I'm just so excited to dive in and we're going to get to all the real goodness. But before we jump in there, I love to hear backstory. Like, how did you become an entrepreneur? What does this look like? And I think it's so good for people to hear that you don't have to like, have this crazy big, it's like we, we all started somewhere and it gradually pivoted into what we're doing now. So I love hearing the story. So go back as far as you want to take us and let's see what, what happens. Yeah. So, um, I'll keep it pretty short and sweet because if you let me talk forever, I will. (laughs) Um, so I have actually been performing my entire life. I'm pretty sure I came out of the womb singing. Um, and I've been in theater, musical theater, um, trained all through school and also, graduated with a bachelor's in fine arts. Um, after I graduated college, I went out to LA to do all the auditions, um, got picked up by Royal Caribbean. So I was on cruise ships for about four and a half years, traveled the world, did what I loved. Um, and I thought I'd be singing and performing forever. Um, I was super blessed to meet my now husband on a cruise ship, my fourth contract. I had five altogether. Um, and at that time I was kind of going through a shift in my life of, I wonder if there's just, you know, something else, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what was your what out. was your husband doing? Was he a singer too? He was <laughs> he was a passenger. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Okay. That's hilarious. Oh, so and wow. And, and, 
nothing scandalous because I'm very much a rule follower. I was not about to put my job at jeopardy for fraternizing with a really okay. cute man. I wasn't about to do that. Um, but we did, we got to know each other, um, and spent time out in ports. I showed them, um, he was traveling with one of his friends and I was showing them my favorite places. So after that, we just stayed in touch. We did FaceTime emails calls. So that's why it, I'm now in Milwaukee. Yeah. New Mexico. So that's really why people ask like, what are you doing in the Midwest? (laughs) There you go. Um, but interesting. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's like the most beautiful story too. It's one of my favorite stories and I'm totally pitching it to Hallmark at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that's, that's why I'm here in the Midwest now, but before that to kind of figure out if this was going to be a thing for him and I, I moved to Chicago. I had family there performing arts is still really big in Chicago. So it's no New York, but yeah, totally yep. willing to, to test and see if this is the man I'm meant to be with. And spoiler alert, he is. So we're done great. <laughs> um, but I was performing in Chicago and I kind of went through a little bit of an identity crisis because mm-hmm. I had been performing for so long and I wasn't doing that as much anymore. Um, the audition process is really rigorous, which I'm sure you know about being with in the, the fine arts industry yourself. Um, but it just, it didn't fuel my fire anymore. I wasn't mm. coming alive from performing or even the audition process. I love performing. Yes. Um, but there was only so many opportunities for that. So it was a lot of wandering for a couple years actually. And I, and I didn't know where my place was. I knew that I loved makeup and beauty. So I worked, um, at a beauty retail store and that led one thing to another. I was working for a cosmetic company. Uh, when I moved to Milwaukee, finally to, to be closer to my now husband, obviously, um, and pandemic hits and I lost my job. So now I'm kind of at square one of like, what the heck do I do in this process of working for a cosmetic company? I discovered YouTube and I was making YouTube videos for makeup tutorials and, um, this is in- all post pandemic this. Well, so the, the beauty, the YouTube was actually while I was on cruise ship. So I discovered my okay. love of content creation way early on. Um, but it wasn't really going anywhere. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know where my place was and turns out that wasn't actually the place I was supposed to be in. Cause what I'm doing now, I wholeheartedly believe I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, but it was definitely a process. It wasn't like from point A to point B. Um, it was a lot of figuring out what I wanted to do and what I was good at, what I had to offer the world. And it wasn't very clear. And there was a lot of uh, struggle associated mm-hmm. with that. Um, come to find out that's actually something people go through all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Just figuring out this pivot between, you know, this job to this job. Um, so I discovered my love of content creation. I love video content. Um, so when the pandemic hit, I had already been in the world of strategy and how do I use this for Instagram and use this for YouTube. So then when the pandemic hit, lost my job, I started sharing kind of on a whim of here's Mm -hmm. what you can do for Instagram. And here's what you can do for your video. And it caught fire like that. It was crazy how quickly it snowballed into, well, Mandy, how do you do this? And Mandy, what do you know about this? So people were then starting to come to me with their, their social media questions. And it was that light bulb moment for me. I can make a business out of this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can start charging people. Um, And then in August, I took my first couple of coaching clients um, scared as all get out. I, we, we were just talking about this, you and I, Stacey, of what the heck do I know about this? Mm-hmm. Who am I to give this advice and tested the waters, did some beta testing and got that feedback, 
perfected, not even perfected, but just adjusted yeah. along the way. And now we're here with uh, a couple of courses coming out, more coaching and group coaching. And it's been a wild ride, but yeah. It's been totally worth and it. every time I look at your account, you grow massively. Like your follower count is insane. Like, so what are you at right now? 36,000 followers. Okay. And I swear you just hit 25 K like not that long ago. <laughs> so I think in the last six months I've grown 25,000 followers just from January when reels really started to take off. So when okay. reels came out, um, well, I should backtrack to TikTok. When TikTok came out, I was like, I'm not trying to learn another app because <laughs> guaranteed Instagram's going to come out with a similar thing in a short amount of time. And lo and behold, they totally did in August. Um, I didn't hop on the train right away within maybe two months I started making, and please, I encourage everybody that's listening to this to go back to my very first reel. Um, because I think it's important to see where people start. Yeah. We're talking about this too, Stacey, if people look at us now, they're like, well, I don't, I don't look like Stacey or I don't sound like Mandy. That's because we are on chapter, you know, 37 and you're at chapter yeah. one. And you can't do the comparison. So please go look at my very first reel. It's cringeworthy. (laughs) And I feel like right now, like we're doing reels and I maybe have like 20 and they're still bad. And I'm like, I don't care. I just have to keep doing them. And that's the only way I'm going to get better. Right. Like I don't love doing this stuff either, but it's like when something works, I'm doing it. Like I'm, I'm all in. Yep. I could not agree more. Reels is just where it's at. Video content has been where it's at for a while. Um, Now it's just really coming to the forefront. It really is. Okay. So I love the story. I love when I know somebody, but I don't like really know that backstory. It's so fun to hear that. So, um, I really do believe video, video, video. And the cool part about it is it's getting shorter, right? Like if you're like, oh man, I mean, listen, back in the day we were doing hour long Facebook lives sometimes daily on Periscope and then at least once or twice a week on Facebook. So the fact that you can batch, which is even Mm -hmm. better, Yes. You can batch these. They're short form. We probably did like six reels yesterday in about an hour, me and just like my social media manager. That to me is so much better than all of the time it's going to take you to have like this live video. So I love that so much. Um, Okay. First, tell us about, I guess I want to, I want you to convince the person who has not done a reel or is just not committing to really doing them consistently. Like why, what have you seen? What is coming? Why should they be diving in right now to reels? Is it too late for them? It's, oh gosh, never too late for anybody. I I don't like that mindset whatsoever. It's never too late for anyone to adjust, learn, grow, any of that. And reels I know can be really daunting for people that have never done it, but anything new to you is going to be daunting. But I look at this as a really fun challenge because at the end of your creation, you're going to look at it like, I did that. I made that. And that's so Mm -hmm. stinking cool. And I know it's not an innate ability for everybody, but it is a learned skill. This is something everybody can learn and, and, um, benefit from. So why it's important now is because our, as our generations are, are going through this new movement of marketing, attention span spans are getting shorter and shorter and shorter by the second. Uh, and we need to be able to capture their attention, not just to educate and sell them, but also entertain them and hold their 
hold their attention. So right now, the sweet spot of a reel is between seven and 12 seconds. And I know we have up to 30, Wow, seven to 12 seconds is all you need to hook somebody <laughs> in. And it could be something that's relatable to your everyday life. It could be jumping in and out of an outfit. It could be that wonderful pointing that everybody mm-hmm. loves to hate, but hates to love. Okay. Like, I hate the pointing. I feel so stupid, but I no. swear to you, those are my best ones. Same. I, I preach the same too, to clients, to the people that took a reels workshop with me, pointing works because you <laughs> jump in and then you point right away and they're engaged. Cause you, you said like how to create, you know, viral reels or how to do something, yeah. you're getting appointment right away. Now they're totally entranced. Okay. Yeah. I want to know how to create viral reels. Yeah. Now pointing to the information and that's it. Well, thank God it's not dancing because Uh, right. Okay. Let's, and like people are looking at us and they're like, but you guys are performers. Okay. This is so different. This is not, Oh, we grew up. No, no, no. Like totally different. Mm -hmm. So I I want people to hear, like, I don't love it either, but I'm going to get good at it. And I'm going to figure out what I do love about it. And then I'm going to lean into that, but you won't know until you try. Exactly. Exactly. And there's just so much growth to be had reels themselves. If you think about, I love to think about Instagram as an actual business before I think about it as like this big brother that everybody likes to think is out to get me. The algorithm's pushing me down. No, Instagram is a business and they're here to support people that are adopting their new features, which right now is reels. So the the more you adopt those, the more you push them out quality content, not, Mm -hmm. not quantity quality, the more it's going to push your stuff out. So when one of my reels, gosh, this is the silliest one. It took me zero time. And that seems to be a trend, like the reels that take zero time that have nothing to do with your business because it didn't have anything to do with mine. It was where you were hitting the camera, right? And my message was, I have nothing to say. I just really like this trend and I like the music and it hit and it did good. Million. Holy cow. Crazy. And it probably brought in 3000 new followers. Can you just imagine creating something in 15 seconds or less? And it maybe not have anything to do with your business, or maybe it does. And it just captures attention like that. Mm. And I think for that one, it was showing off my personality is I'm silly. I don't take myself too seriously. I, I like to have a good time. So that's letting, you know, me as a business owner, me as a coach, I like to have fun. I like to be silly. I like to make you laugh. And I like to be there to support and encourage you and and help you on your own business journey, whatever that is. So even though that reel, which drives me crazy that it wasn't a business reel did so well, the point still is that reel got over a million views and brought in 3000 followers. Now those followers aren't following just because, oh, that reel's funny follow. Maybe some of them did, right? but a good chunk of them came to my profile, saw what I did, saw and liked and saw it. Then they hit follow. That's the right. Or maybe consumed even more of your stuff and said, Oh, I like her. Right. Exactly. So they're coming back to my profile, seeing what I offer, see what I do. They like what they see. Now they're going to hit follow. That's also Mm -hmm. a really crucial point is you could create some amazing reels and then your profile not be ready, put together kind of as a presentation, like here's what I do in a nutshell. That's Mm -hmm. not all put together. Your reel is all for naught. Yeah. Oh, so good. So you brought up quantity. Yeah. But first I want to know, what are you the real expert doing? (laughs) Um, so I'm actually challenging myself to 30 reels a day. I know that's a very common. I'm sorry. What? Oh, I'm sorry. 30 reels <laughs> in the 30 days. Did you hear me? 30 reels a day. Can you imagine? I was like, please like, tell me she's lying right now. Mandy, shut up. Please do not do 30 <laughs> reels a day. 
I would annoy so many people. I would annoy myself. 30 oh, videos in 30 days. Okay. okay. Um, so a reel a day. And I'm being very intentional with these reels. It's not just to put out whatever. Um, but I, are you I, batching? What are you yeah, doing? Absolutely. Um, I just very much like to challenge myself. I know you and I talked about this too. Of, I like mm-hmm. to give myself a challenge. What the heck? I've never done it. I've heard really great things from people that have. So this isn't something I've done in my business yet. So I'm going to go for it. Um, on the topic of batching, I loved watching your stories of uh, your social media manager. She came, she had your outfit. Oh my goodness. What you're going to do. That's the key to it is that yeah. organization. Look the week before, set a day for yeah. a couple hours. Two is probably all that you would need to crank yeah. out five reels. And then you have reels for the next maybe two weeks because maybe you only upload two or three a week. And that's perfectly fine. Two okay. to three reels per week is money. You don't have okay. to do them every single day. I'm going a little crazy. I know, but that's not for everybody, but the, and it's also your niche you're showing yeah. you're being your best testimonial. So I think it's different for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the, and the, I will that. say anybody that saw my social media manager come yeah. over and be organized and do all the things for me yes. before I had somebody like that, I was doing all of that stuff, right? You don't have to have somebody to help you, but I'm in a place now where the business is big enough where we can do that. So I want people to think, oh, I could, you're, I mean, I feel like you whip these out sometimes and you're like, oh, I just did one right now. And you just did it in your house, like fast, <laughs> like that you happened. can do it. That you happened. can do that. This is actually something I just shared on my stories recently of if you get ready for your day, like if you do any kind of like before and after of yeah. no makeup to makeup, do your hair outfit. Make that into a reel. Here's why. It's not the actual content happening in the reel of pajamas to outfit. You can do a completely different um, content topic that has nothing to do what's with it, what's happening in the reel. So I personally love to do makeup transitions all the time. It's just something that you It's just like, heart. and I think we get this dopamine hit when it switches, totally. right? It's an entertainment value. It's a, it's a engaging entertainment value, but the content has everything to do with my my niche. So one reel that did really well, um, close to a million views, I'm like trying to like shove it up there. Like, come on, you can do it, girl. Is um, my, the content was my account before reels and my hair was in a fun bun. I didn't have any makeup on. I was looking like a little weirdo. And <laughs> then the, the transition is after I have my makeup on, my hair is done, my outfit is different. And it says my account after reels. Like it's a transformation of my account but you're watching a transformation of me. So if you're, if you're doing that, Oh, I love that. Take the before and after that's a reel right there. And it can be Mm -hmm. just a beat in the music. So anytime that you have that opportunity, that's usually every morning for me. So I'm thinking like I can create a reel real quick, take a before, do whatever transition with my hands, move around and then, and then do the next. This also took a lot of practice. So I don't want someone to hear this and be like, well, I can't crank that out. Maybe not the first, maybe not the second, not even the third, but eventually you're going to get really good at one type of reel, which for me is the makeup transitions. Then you're going to be able to bust them out all the time. So that's those daily ones. But man, the batching reels of, I do that on Saturdays for two hours and I create a lot of my content in those two hours. Dang, is that helpful? Cause then you're not fussing about it the rest of the week. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, and here's the thing. I wish I like knew how to do this myself. Like when you're like, just quick do it in the morning. I'm like, but Mandy, I don't know how to do that. I don't know what to do with my phone. <laughs> like, like if somebody's not doing it for me, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> However, I really need to learn and I'm going to make my social media manager teach me how to do it so that when she's not with me every single time I'm getting ready or going somewhere and this yeah. could be fun. I can right. do it myself, right? You know what are really easy transitions is if you cover up the lens with yes. your hand, but don't do like the slow into the camera and then out, like do a swipe, yeah. but cover your, like get really close to the lens and cover okay. the entire screen and, and then do your after the exact same way. I mean, that is like the simplest. Okay. Right I think there. I can do that. Zero seconds to do. Okay. There if it's Stacy proof, I think everybody else can do it too. <laughs> Um, I, people always just assume like I'm very social media, like tech savvy. I, I wasn't even on Facebook, like at all. Like I never even had, like, do you say like, oh, this account or this thing or Snapchat, like nothing. I was on nothing yeah. until my daughter who is now eight. When I was nursing her, I was like, I have nothing to do. It's 2 a.m. Maybe I'll start a Facebook account. And I started my first Facebook account eight years ago. Wow. So just to show you, like people have been on Facebook for like, 15 years. Like yeah. it's insane. Yeah. I am so like, I just am not interested in it as much. So then therefore right. I don't do it. So anybody that's listening that maybe is like me, okay. you got to make yourself do it, or you need to hire somebody to help you. That is good at it. Do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love oh, that. so good. So, okay. We got quantity down. We've got time frame down. That yeah. was interesting to me. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, what are your most engaging? You kind of did say this a little bit, but if you were to go back right now and look at the last, like 20 reels sure. what, or you had to do one right now and try to get it to go viral. Yeah. What would you pick or what would you do that you think would be the easiest? Uh, good, great question. That's probably going to be, um, something where you're lip syncing over somebody else. Um, somebody who does this really well as Brock Johnson is taking, yes, I know lip syncing to it. And again, what the, the sound is like the, the talking, the topic is, probably has nothing to do with your niche and what you're going to be talking about. But the main thing that's going to make something go viral is you have to know what your audience is struggling with and hit that pain point hard. Like you got to press on it. You got to tap it. You got to <laughs> all the things to, to get the attention of your audience. Um, and maybe that's something that's happening right now. A lot of people are talking about the shift that Instagram is saying, we are no longer a photo sharing app. Well, we've known that for a long time. Video is mm -hmm. king. We've known that for a long time. This isn't anything new, but people are kind of capitalizing on that and they're giving their own spin, which I totally did too. Let's not yeah. freak out. Take this as a challenge. It's going to be exciting. Utilize this, these new tools and be an early adopter. So it's, it's hitting the pain point, wanting to solve the problem. Um, and within that first second, when they come up on my reel, usually I'm going to have that statement right there in the front of how to create more video content. Well, yeah. that's what people are searching for right now. And a great, great way to do that is askthepublic.com for your niche. And you're going to have a whole list of things that people are searching for right now within your niche that you can easily make a reel, a live, an IGTV, a story, a, a one minute video to live on your static feed. Um, hitting that point, that pain point is really important. I'd love to edutain. So mm -hmm. educate and entertain. I love the makeup transitions. I love having upbeat music. I actually really love to find, um, mashup music. So it might not necessarily be trending, 
but usually that kind of music does the best when it's some kind of mashup. A lot of them have come from TikTok. This is also a great opportunity for you to collaborate with other DJs that might not be um, written in with a, a music company yet. They maybe they don't have a deal or anything. So their, their music is available for you to use. You're giving them that exposure. You're working with yeah. a, an artist as well, which is important to me. Um, but also you're getting music that maybe people haven't heard before. So it's, it's a great way for you to use trending music, a mashup, which does really well, um, and have that entertaining value and no, you don't have to dance. I don't think I've danced in literally one reel. A lot of mine are pointing or you're doing that, the funny value of the lip sync entertainment or relatability always seem to do the best. And you absolutely can make it, uh, relevant to your topic, to your niche, to your category. Now you brought up the one reel that is almost to a million and you're pushing it, which I know exactly which one you're talking about. So (laughs) my quite, I totally stock all your stuff. So (laughs) my um, question is how long does a reel last? What's the longevity of it? And how long can you keep pushing to have that hit a million? Absolutely. Yeah. So the great news about reels is their longevity is so much longer than what we've ever seen before. So a lot of times you'll make a reel and it may not do as well, quote unquote, as you think it should in the first hour, like we're almost primed to think with the rest of our content before now a week or two goes by and all of a sudden that reel is picking up going. So here's the thing, like the behind the scenes too, that we don't necessarily know about the business side is because there's new, this is a new feature. There's not a ton of content flooding on Instagram right now. It's all on TikTok or it's all on different platforms. So Instagram is, is actually working not just with an algorithm, but actual people are finding reels. Like this is their job at Instagram. Wow. They can find these reels to go push them forward. So the great news is for you, you can make this reel and in two weeks time or one week or even a month's time, it start to pick up and take off. Um, so when, when you're trying to get a reel to keep, to keep boosting it, share it in your stories that that's relative to what you're talking about. So yesterday I was talking about how you can use getting ready and make it a reel. And I gave examples. Well, as I'm giving examples, I'm, I'm sharing those reels to my stories, but what that's doing is it counts as a view towards your, towards your reel. Wow. So okay. people may have never <clears throat> seen it before because our content only gets pushed out to such a small percentage of our own following. Right. And, and if you didn't know that, hopefully that makes you feel better too, is just a small percentage of our own following sees our content on a regular basis. Um, and maybe they've never seen it before, or maybe you've gained, you know, a couple hundred new followers. They've never seen it. Now they're about to see it in your stories. So again, mm-hmm. that's, that's pushing more viewership on those reels. Um, and then you can always share your reels to um, Pinterest. You can repin them or repin them, repost them on TikTok as, as long as it, fits their, their aesthetic, their algorithm, whatever, but there's always ways that you can post with a link back to it so they can come back to Instagram and watch it. So there's always ways to push it out. Um, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Continue creating that great content and you'll be like Stacy binging and stalking. I love binging and stalking other people's reels. I think it's the, it's the best way to get inspired. Right. Like I learn, like, okay, well, I don't want to do that. That's not my style. I feel funny. Like I'm going to feel goofy. Okay. I could pull that off. Like that looks okay. Right. So you start to see like pros, cons, all of that. So I think the more you can be looking and finding people that you go, okay, there's something here that I could do. If you just keep watching the dancing ones and you don't want to dance, what are you doing? Right. Like there's no point in that. Right. 
Oh, I love oh, that. So good. You're going okay. to make it your own. There's, yeah. there's, there's also a strategy to be had with that. Um, so the one that, that went over a million views, no one did what I did because I didn't, I'm not super witty. I don't think I'm not witty. I don't have like something, um, catchy to say. So I literally posted, I have nothing to say. And people like took it off like wildfire. Like, I don't have anything to say either. This is so great. It was so literal, but it, you just never know that what's going to catch fire, but definitely pay attention to it in that moment for sure. Put your own spin on it, put your own twist on it, do something that somebody's never seen before. That doesn't mean you have to, you know, reinvent the wheel by any means, but put your own spin on it. If you're really good at something, put that spin on it. Absolutely. Now, besides reels, where are you putting energy when it comes to video? Mm, lives, okay. lives for sure. Um, so I have two accounts. I Just have Instagram? Oh, for Instagram, yes. But I'm also now starting to work on getting more video content to go back to YouTube. So I did okay. leave YouTube behind Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> um, it just wasn't necessarily serving where I was going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be able to reach that audience as well. Um, so I will be exploring that as a, as a future endeavor, but with Instagram specifically, I love going live. I think it's a great, great way to connect with your followers very intimately and right on the spot. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. asking you questions in that real time. Um, and I think that's really important to show up for your audience for free in that moment too, to offer that value. It just builds the like, no, and trust factor, but you're kind of doing two things at once. You're going live, which you're utilizing that feature. And then it gets, um, repurpose into an IGTV right away. So then that audience who likes to sit with a video for however long gets that portion of you and the people that saw the live, maybe they didn't catch the beginning, catch the replay. Um, so if I had to say any other video platform, and then of course I'm always in my stories because that's yeah. another fun aspect of it. But I think lives are very underutilized for mm-hmm. people because they're scared that nobody's going to show up. Somebody's always going to show up, but the real the real good stuff happens on the replay. That's where the right. viewership comes from. Yeah, for sure. So good. Okay, Mandy, where can people go stalk you like me and go yes. check out all the good stuff? Yes, yes, yes. Come hang out with me on the Mandy Emerson. And then also you can check out Stacy and I's great conversation we had mm-hmm. that she graced the stage with um, on the Fierce Social Society. We had a great conversation and I've had amazing conversations with other experts. So um, Instagram is my bread and butter. So come on and hang out with me. Can you explain why you have two accounts for people? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started the Fierce Social Society as actually an Instagram experiment. I was trying to test new strategies of how to grow an account from scratch. Um, And actually the marketing company that I work with, a coworker of mine said, uh, why don't you interview experts and other coaches? And I was like, well, that's brilliant. Um, (laughs) I've always been a collaboration over competition kind of person. I think when we link arms with each other, we're so much more successful and powerful. Um, And you just, you get to grow and learn from these other experts too. And what a great conversation you get to have Mm -hmm. with people that are successful. And I I love to celebrate others that are doing really well in their industry. Um, So it's kind of blossomed into this beautiful collaborative space, which I didn't see coming at all. Um, So that's why I have the Fear Social and uh, the Mandy Emerson, those, those two different accounts. Love it. Mandy, thank you for being here. So, so good. I hope you've convinced so many more people to just start taking that risk and going for it. And like you said, learning from it and and making it better each time. So thanks for being here. You guys go check out Mandy. And if you are not already doing reels, start working on them immediately. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Stacey. I could talk about reels all day. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to do so. 
If you're loving the Foot Traffic Podcast, I want to invite you to hang out with me for five days. Yes, join us in our next live five-day bootcamp where we will be discussing 10 free or low-cost ways to drive more traffic, and you will be blown away by the content that we cover inside. Go to drivemoretraffic.net to get signed up, and let's get you more visible.